All right, all right, welcome back. Welcome back to the Kendra Crump Show, a.k.a. the H&IC Show. Y'all better know what that is. If you don't, you are too young for me, so stay out of my DMs. Um, anyway, uh, th- this next guest that, I, that I'm bringing on, this, this, this beautiful individual has a black card. Not too many people I know has a black card, okay? This, this, this individual has more hoes. Then, 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 ludicrous back in his heyday. Um. Anyway, okay. <laughs> holes in different area codes. Um. This individual is is just just all chocolatey. You 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 t- the chocolate melts off off the body and onto you. I, I just I want I want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, this individual has has managed uh, Michael Jackson back in the day. All right. Yeah. Ma- manage mystical danger. Okay. Uh, all right. With, 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 with all that being said, I want to invite the beautiful diamond key shot. How, how we doing today? Hey, Kendra, Mimi, what's going on? <laughs> you like, you like my little introduction I did for you? So let's do it like this. What's going on? Y'all, it's your boy, Diamond Key. So I'm back at it doing what I do best. Promise you three things. The latest, the greatest, nothing about the exclusive. And tonight, you're about to take over the HNIC show. Do you mm, hear me? That's right. Oh, you know Maybe. what? I like because that. Because the HNIC that teamed up with the HBIC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what's that? First off, thank you so much for, you know, wanting to be a part, you know. Well, well actually, Grace and me with your presence. How about that? Thank thank oh, you. Thank you for having me. Thank no, you. I love it. Thank you. First off, um, all right. So, um... You know, one thing I will say, people are like, Kendra, how the hell do you be keep keep meeting all these people? Well, I just keep having to say the same thing. It's it's always God. You know, God Hello, tells amen. God tells me to do something, I go and do it. You know, and, and that's it. And I'm pretty sure because you have a, a good relationship with God, you are where you are. You you are a millionaire. No, a billionaire. Uh, speaking speaking into existence, I, I receive it. So how do you, okay, so let's let's start. So where are you um for all the followers and, and listeners and everything, where are you originally from? Originally, and I don't tell too many people the artist truth. Oh, oh gosh! Okay. Born and raised in Boston, Massachusetts. Go Celtics and Patriots! Woo woo! Hello, all day. Yes. Okay. All right. So I've never been to Boston. I would like to go in the summertime. I don't do cold weather. Um. So, <laughs> how was it? How was it for you, like growing up in Boston? You see that wall behind you? Yes, I do. That's what it was like growing up in Boston. <laughs> so, I grew up, you know, I, okay, so I'll be honest. I grew up at a time, so I'm old as shit, y'all. So, I grew up in the early 90s. Okay. And I grew up at a time where Bloods and Crips were, like, serious on the East Coast and the West Coast. Okay. So, of course, with Boston being on the East Coast, it was a heavy gang presence. Mm-hmm. So, like, my, my childhood, we really didn't, like, play out side and anything like that because there was so much gang violence going on in the neighborhood i'm from the hood don't get it twisted holler roadie you know <laughs> so i grew up in church like my life was school home and church that's Got all it. i knew Got it. um you know when i became a teenager of course started to run the streets some but mm-hmm. because of my upbringing i didn't hang like my friends were hanging if that makes sense i got it uh-huh <clears throat> So, you know, I had my fun skating rink, um, movie theater parties here and there. You know, I mean, the normal stuff. But I didn't 
dabbled in like the drugs and I wasn't sleeping around. Like I was, I was just, I've always been cut from a different cloth. No shade, hall shade, but no shade. <laughs> you know, but um, I, I knew at an early age I wasn't meant to be in Boston. So I, I actually, I left Boston when I was 19. Okay. Okay. Wow. Well, look, we I we the same the way. way. You know. So where'd you where'd you where'd you where'd you run to? So originally, I went to Rhode Island. Okay. I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to test could I be on my own. You know, Got I was it. young, like you I know, I wanted it. to see. So I was far enough that wasn't nobody popping up because Rhode Island's like a forty-five minute ride outside of Boston. Mm-hmm. So I was far enough that wasn't nobody popping up. But I was close enough that. If a bitch got hungry, hungry, a bitch would go home, okay? <laughs> Put on your business. <laughs> so I spent a year in Rhode Island, and then mm-hmm. I, moved, I moved to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. True tea. I, it's a book called Be More Careful. If you, ever, if you ever have a chance to read, if you're a reader, you have to read Be More Careful. I read that book, and mm-hmm. because of that book, I had to move to Baltimore. Got it. Got it. You, you know what? And let me, let me say this. We're... When it came, like, as far as what you mentioned, like, with your background, it's pretty much the same with me. Like, my mom, you know, evangelist, so everything hey. everything was a sin. I, I couldn't, look, if I wanted to get around, I couldn't. I, I never got a chance to joyride. I've always wanted to do that. I always wanted to sneak out or sneak some people in. It's to the point now, when I get my own home, I'm just going to sneak somebody in. I'm like, look, can, can we pretend that we 16 years old? Let me sneak you in. Like, we got to be quiet. I'm going to pretend yeah, to do that. Come through the back door real quick. <laughs> My grandmother, growing up, she was like the superintendent of Sunday school. Or oh wow! Okay. So like growing up, I didn't even have a name. Like I was just, I was, I was missionary Cooper's grandbaby. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't got no name. You just, you her grandbaby. Like got it. you know because who your grandmama is. And I was like, girl. So <laughs> I had to make a name for myself. And what what was what was like? What was your name at that time? What what was the name that came to you? What was something that was like it just came to a dream and said, "This is who I am now." I was Mimi. Okay, Mimi, the I original, was, the original one, not the one on Lies and Hip Hop, the original let me one. Tell you, let me tell you, baby, <laughs> no shade. I was Mimi because Mimi was it was so universal. It fit into any audience. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, it is. And um. I was Mimi, and baby, I used to work at Walmart, right? The 13th grade level of high school, same here. Mm -hmm. So I had that personality. This is back when Walmart had the door greeting. Hello. So you would come in, I got this name tag on that say Mimi, and I'm like, welcome to Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) That was me. I was the one, honey. Did you ever try to do Deaf Comedy Jam? Did you ever, like... You know what's funny? Unlike you, how you know you're funny, I don't think I'm funny. Are you kidding me? No. Really? You know this, because we've talked numerous times. Uh This is my natural personality. Like, I don't put on... I love it. So, I never thought I was funny, because this is just me. You know what? But those, those are the best. Like, I didn't... I didn't think that I was funny until people were like, Kendra, you are just hilarious. Like, and no matter what I would say, I, I could give a look and people would still laugh. I'm like, let me just go pursue some comedy, I guess. I, I finally found something I guess I'm good at, you know, so. Let and me... it makes sense, but see, truth be told, I have stage fright. 
You say you have what? Oh, you have stage fright. I kind of, I kind of do. I kind of do as well. I like small crowds. I like small little groups, and I can perform. When it's a huge crowd, I'm like, you know, I just, I start sweating, you know, everywhere. Mm, okay. So I'm, 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 I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, you know, I have to, I have to definitely, um, I definitely have to get over that. I definitely have to get over, mm, you know. You girl, you probably hit the stage real soon. Soon as, soon as, soon as, um, your cousin Rona leaves. Oh, I thought that was your folks. That. I thought that was your Kim folk. <laughs> Mm-mm, I don't, I don't know shit. <laughs> let me let me let me ask you real uh, another question. When you mention about church, are there any scriptures that you like to live by, or or do you like to read? Are there certain books that you try to you know that keeps you um, very humble, very motivated? Um, is there a story, or do you have a favorite character um, in the Bible? You know, I so I do this Bible plan where you read the Bible um, in 365 days Mm -hmm. and I do it over and over again because every time I get into it I learn something different got it you know so for me I love the story of Moses Mm. and how he was chosen to lead the people Mm -hmm. and not just chosen to lead but how he led you know there were many trials in, in tribulations he wasn't perfect but he was so dedicated to god Mm -hmm. and it just it speaks volumes to um who he was as a person and then for what god did for him so moses child um king solomon even though he was a troublemaker sometimes you know but (laughs) you know you 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 grow to find that you can relate to so many people and for me mm-hmm. i my biggest thing is to always do unto others as i want them to amen amen so i i'm always like how would i want to be like and i will get mad at somebody and before i beat you up i'm gonna say to myself if i did this what i want them to beat me up and baby sometimes sometimes you gotta snatch a bitch from over the counter. You do okay? no, but you look like you the you look like you were Mike Tyson back in your heyday. I mean, you know, <laughs> 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 but you know, like I really, I believe that I believe that if I'm good to people, God will be good to me. Always. One thing I always pray, I always say, God. Continue to bless me so I can continue to be a blessing unto others. Amen. And that's what really holds me. I know that every blessing I get isn't meant for me only. Somehow I have to share it with someone, some people. You know, it's, it's, it's I'm always trying to be a vessel to give back. And that's and that's key. And I really I like that because I can already tell even within our first meeting, you know, how. You know, I I really appreciate it. Number one, how you got back with me, you know, in in a in a timely manner. Like some people, you don't hear back from them until a pregnancy term. I'm like, I don't have, I don't have time. I don't, I don't even want to work with y'all no more because I feel like like you have to treat treat. You never know. You never ever know um, how a person's doing. You never know. Like I, I just just treat everybody the same. Like you you. 
Like what what if what if by you responding back quickly, like, you know what, let me what's your cash app? Here is one million dollars. Right. Right. You never or 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 you can walk outside and end up finding a scratch off that that's has a lot of money. You get the winning lottery ticket or you end up getting your soulmate. You walk outside, y'all just both, oh wow. Ooh, I'm smitten right. by you. Ooh. Right. You know, so yeah. so I think like I said, I think with that being said, you know, it it might not because what I used to do was I used to think if I do something good for this person, um, I automatic something automatically has to happen back to me. And then I would get upset when it wasn't like, you know, wasn't working the way I wanted to work. And until someone said, Kendra, you can't think like that. Like if you're going to do good, do good and not expect nothing to come back. And sometimes right. when you do good, it's not always a financial way that comes back. It can come back in other yeah. ways. You can, you can end up getting your, getting that job or you can end up not getting fired from that job that you exactly. don't think that you don't need, but you really need it now. You know. Hello. <laughs> and you sitting there not working, not doing nothing carrying because you think they ain't going to fire you. Exactly. Exactly. Now, when, when you right. you when you mentioned Moses, was there a time where God instructed you to be a leader and you were a leader or were you kind of like running away from that, from trying to lead? So, you know, what's funny. In my everyday life, I'm a natural born leader. I know a lot of people say that, but I mean it. So I always end up in a in a situation where I have to take point. Mm-hmm. And it's not even on purpose. Like, usually I just, I know the routine or I know what we're about to do or I'm in control of whoever's schedule. Like, I just always seem to take point in certain things. And even when I'm not, even when I'm not in the lead, I still somehow end up leading, if that makes sense. That's right. You know, and um, I definitely think there's a calling on my life. I think we all run from the calling at first because we don't quite understand it. But as you begin to understand it more, as you begin to accept what you're, what you were created for and what you're being, being molded for, you Mm -hmm. start to conform to what God has for you. That's real. That's real. And I haven't found my, I think I, there was a time where I thought that I knew what my calling was, but now I'm, I'm not sure. I think right now I'm just like, just continue to be the angel that I can be, you know, continue to, to show love because like you said, do unto others as you want them to do unto you. And it used to, used to upset me when I'm sitting here, like really nice. I'm over here talking to crackheads over here, trying to, trying to help them out. And then, and then somebody, you know, cut me off in traffic and I'm over here trying to, you know, get in the road rage. I'm like, Kendra, don't do that. And then one of my, one of my favorite scriptures uh, of many is a father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And I had to keep, I had to keep quoting that because there are some people out there who, who really, they, Hey, you know what? You don't know no better. Look, I made this Facebook status and I said, um, a lot of you all, I could tell that a lot of you all, um, as a child, you, you, you weren't grabbed by the arm as a child and whooped in a circle in the shows. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of these adults weren't, well, you know, they, they weren't. And it, it goes to show. But, you know, I can tell you have some good home training. I can tell you, you know. <laughs> so was was Walmart, was Walmart your your very first job? Or what, what was your very first job? That so was in Boston, we had, it was a program that was called BYCC. Okay. Boston Youth Community something but it, you know it was that it was that summer job program so that was my first job and I was well, I was walking around carrying rakes and shit cleaning up parks <laughs> now listen 
No, you're not. No, you're not. You're luscious. You're luscious. Luscious girl. This a whole lot of luscious. Somebody well, lush, just, somebody's lushing on I that lush. I'm walking around hot, girl, just like all my life I had to fight. They got me carrying. And of course, like, it was a lot of females who worked there. I'm one of the few males, so I got all the tools on my back. Like, why did I put on my back like I'm the old mule? Like, I'm just carrying. So that oh my was, gosh. I did that every year for, like, a couple years. Because, like, you, you can start at, like, 13 or something crazy like that. So I I... Yeah, I did it. I, I did it for 13, 14, 15, and then 15. You go work at like the grocery stores as a bad okay. bitch. I was bagging grocery girl. <laughs> you were the best. You did you did you did you get some? Did you when you were bagging those groceries? Did you get some cute guys? You know? Did you get the numbers? Did you, were you were you like mm-hmm. no? I can't stand nobody. I was always talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> trip i i listen you go i'm you about to have everybody flood your page now don't be don't be expecting when you because i know you your dms be flooded now so don't be don't don't Girl. get surprised if you get like uh like uh who, who's somebody fine uh billy d williams up in your dms now okay anyway <laughs> What song is that? I don't know that song. Beyonce, definitely. Oh, 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 sorry. Oh, wait. <laughs> you gotta realize. You gotta realize when the early two thousands. I was, I was like, I was in elementary school. I wasn't allowed. I, I could not listen to secular music. I could. That's, I only. On, now, mind you. Okay. Little quick background about me. My mom. Again, like I said, my mom was an evangelist. My dad was the one who worked in the music industry and, and stuff like that. So okay. dad, dad, um, if you're familiar with Warner Brothers, um, he worked in Sony. So he worked with them. So a lot of his artists, he um, had Bob Marley as his artist. He said, dad, dad, did you smoke big doobies with him? He's like, Kendra, get out of my face. So I, I don't know the answer to the question. He never told me. Anyway, so he, he, liked, he liked Tupac. He worked with Prince and everything else. So dad had us listening to the old school, you know, music, which is why I have an old soul. You know, we probably, I think I was born in the 70s, child. So my mom, like, right. like my mom, my mama had me listen to like Fred Hammond and, and Kirk Franklin. And you know Kirk, you know Kirk Franklin's the puff daddy of gospel, right? Anyway. Stop. You know, so so like I said, that that to me, that that was that was that was pretty much it. But like, so what is your dream? Since we're talking about when it talks about men, because you mentioned about thugs, I, I kind of like a little thug too, which is why I'm hoping rapper the game, JC on Taylor, if you hear me. I need you to respond back to my DM. I sent you on April 20th. Thank you, sir. Oh, my God. Not the exact day. What you send at 3.20? No, it was 1.38 in the morning. April 20th of this year at 1.38 in the morning. Oh, you wanted some dick then. No, 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 no. This is what I wanted. No, this is what the, this is what the DM says. DM said, um, 
Hello, I'm very professional when I do stuff. I'm like, hello, my name is Kendra. I spelled it the correct way, not not what what everybody. Yes, the real fans know how my how my real name is spelled. A lot of y'all y'all right. y'all don't. Anyway, I spelled it correctly. I said, hello, my name is Kendra Crump. Um, gave him my government name, child. I said, hello, my name is Kendra Crump. Um, I would like. I live in Atlanta. I want to have an all day date with you. You know, and and you know before the streetlights come on, cause the freaks come out at night, and I know his little freaky self gonna try to come out on me, child. I ain't got time for him to to deflower me okay i don't want to deflower me no come on what type of crap is like come on i know this man's body count is woo through the roof child that's I, fine <laughs> <laughs> so listen I'm, I'm i'm manifesting that i'm manifesting that it's gonna it's gonna happen one day and guess what okay. we we gonna be on instagram we gonna be we gonna be on instagram together back to what i was saying so Okay, we go from Boston to you said Rhode Island. Um, and did you say wait? Did you say Baltimore? You said Baltimore, right? Baltimore, so we're still yeah. we're still up north. Did you at what point did you uh, travel out to the West Coast at any point, or were you still like no, up I never north? went to the West Coast. I'm afraid of earthquakes. Okay, got it. Now the furthest west I, I moved to Nebraska for a year. How did that go? Was it still the color um, the the color of your wall or? <laughs> I hated it. So I lived in Lincoln. Okay. In Lincoln, I never had a chance to go to Omaha. I've always been told Omaha is where I should have went at least to hang out. Mm -hmm. But I lived in Lincoln, super snooty, super boring. Mm -hmm. So I ended up going back to Baltimore. And then 2011 is when I moved to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I'm going down south. Did you? Yeah, down south. That's what. Okay. Anyway, I got. I got to focus. I try. I get vulgar some here, and sometimes I get a little nasty. But I. I got to be professional. I got to be professional. I try. I try to leave that on. On you know, on my little Instagram. Uh. Anyway, so let me let me ask you this question. Did you along the way? Did you have some really good friendships that you still keep in contact with? Uh. You know, with the people like from these different states, like from Rhode Island and and Baltimore and stuff. So my best friends mm -hmm. are from Boston and Baltimore. To this day, 20 years later, we're still friends. We're still ace boom cooms. Mm -hmm. I go home. Usually, I try to go home twice a year. Sometimes I don't get to, but I try to go home twice a year and just kick it. Like, just kick it. Like, kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Okay? Just you know, kick um, it. So, yes. Um, in my personal life, I have some lifelong friendships. In my industry life, child fuck no. <laughs> Hell to no, shorty. One thing. Oh my god. Please, okay, wait. I was gonna wait. Please, please tell. Let and this is and I need your advice for me because I'm, I'm actually trying to get into you know, put my foot in the door. I'm actually going after my dreams and everything else. And I realize like, you know you have to have really tough and thick skin when you get in the industry. You got to realize that there are some people out there who don't want you to win. There are some people out there who you're going to, they, they want you to sleep with them even before they decide to, to talk to you. And of course I'm, I'm not doing, I'm going to try to go the route of, of not having my hoo-ha looking like an Arby's uh, sandwich. Um, anyway, uh, okay. you know who some of these people are. Um, anyway, we're not going to say no names, but, but what, what do you, how do you actually genuinely know somebody in the industry is for me? that I can know versus someone who was plotting against me and or just anybody out there. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? When they call you and check on you, when you have nothing going on. Got it. 
that's when you know they're for you. So in the industry, mm-hmm. everybody's your friend for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that you find someone who's your friend to be your friend. Got it. So either you have access to something they want access to, you hang with someone or manage someone or work with someone who they want access to, or you're just the it factor for the moment and they want access to you. One thing, shout out to David Michael. David Michael is a, a wardrobe stylist I met when I first walked through the doors of Atlanta. Got it. And he said to me, and I'll never forget to this day, I remember it, he said to me, you're only as relevant as the last person who you took a picture with. Mm. I like that. I like that. And I was like, what? But moving through the circuit in, in which you'll learn as you embark upon your journey in the in, in the industry, there's Hollywood and there's Black Hollywood. And in Black Hollywood, you literally are only as relevant as what you have going on at that moment. Is, is that why there are a lot of um, entertainers... Um, African-American entertainers who do pu- publicity stunts so they can still stay relevant. They, they 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 get on reality show where they're acting the fool so they can stay relevant or try to, you know, bring make some type of relevancy about themselves. So your, your publicist will teach you, a real publicist will teach you, there's no such thing as bad press. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, e- now, even though it may be for a bad reason, there's no such thing as bad press. Mm-hmm. Because when they're talking about you, you don't you don't worry. It's it's when they stop talking about you is when you have to worry. Oh, really? I thought it would be like <clears throat> the opposite, you know. No, because if they're talking about you, you are you are relevant. The moment they stop talking about you, you're not relevant. They're gonna stop checking for you and them checks is gonna stop checking for you. Well guess what? We can just go all work at checkers. I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> Hello. I mean, because I, I think, you know, what, eyes, you know, you know what's so crazy, though, because I would think like and that's why I would think as as an entertainer, um, as an entertainer. When you make it big, when you finally get that check, that's where you should have people in the, your corner teaching you like, OK, in case, you know, the money stops, you have investments so you can still be be well off and you're not sitting here trying to charge people an arm and a leg just to, you know, have you for an interview. And I'm like, and, and, and it's crazy that, that people don't want to do that. It's crazy. I'm like, guys, it's okay. Like, you know, all good things come to an end. Just listen, the airport is always hiring. Okay. Are you too good for a regular job? <laughs> well, yeah. So keep in mind, you get accustomed to a certain, a certain way of life. And yeah. it's very hard to get unaccustomed to mm-hmm. that certain way of life. Yeah. Yeah. That's why that's why suicide amongst celebrities and personalities and influencers are so high. Mm-hmm. I never I never realized you're you're teaching me something, dude. Like I never I never realized that because I've always wondered I thought maybe the suicide, you know, rate was high because, you know, we're still human and, you know, we still go, we have depressive moments. And, and even when they say words don't hurt, they still hurt. Like there are some things, there are some things that really like will still bother you or some things that people will still bring up. It's like some, it's like, for example, 
I'm the type of person where I'm like, okay, after a couple days, all right, it's funny, but I don't want to hear about it no more. I'm sure Chris Brown does not want to keep hearing about the incident that happened going on 10, 15 years ago. Why do y'all keep bringing that up? And, and, and it's like, that was, you, you act like you've never had, we, we've all have had something that we've been ashamed about. Some things that we try to just, you know, put in the back of our mind and don't want to talk about it or bring it up, you know? So why do you keep bring, why do you keep talking about that? You know, same thing with this whole Will Jada August entanglement thing. I don't want to keep hearing about entanglement. Who cares? You know? So, so that's why I'm saying like, at some point, when are you, when are people just going to let it go? You Never. Know? And, and here's why. Thanks to social media, mm-hmm. we're now able to be in tune with our favorite celebrities 24-7. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you have to realize, most people, mm-hmm. not all, I wouldn't say most, but a lot of people, a lot of people have nothing better to do than live through the lives of others. Exactly. That's why that's why reality television is the multi-billion dollar industry that it is. And let, let me people want to sit and watch what we doing in Atlanta mm-hmm. because in their small their small city there's nothing comparable to it. Mhm. Was And that's what happened. And let me let me ask you this question. Was there ever a time that you actually had somebody from the you know reality TV people, did they ever reach out to you to try to get you on television so you can act a fool? You know what's funny? I've done a couple of I guess you'll say uh, like appearances, but as far as being an actual cast member, mm-hmm. child, no, I'm too controversial. <laughs> I'm too controversial. <laughs> I got it. I got. It. I didn't. I know. Like, cause I've always wondered. Cause I remember when when I'm I'm gonna call it what it is. They have a problem. Look, I can pull up on you. You're not gonna probably show up outside, but I'll pull up on you. Lies and hip hop. Um. I've always wondered when Lies and Hip Hop first first came out. You know, we're talking about for, forget I'm talking not the not the original where it actually was. I felt like it really wasn't scripted. We're talking about like Atlanta and then of course eventually uh, Hollywood. I wondered how did how like do they just find these 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 entertainers? like where do they find these people to get on the TV show? Because I never so heard. What happens is mm-hmm. usually <clears throat> imagine I mean. You live in Atlanta, so you know what a casting call is. But mm-hmm. imagine a casting call for celebrities. So what usually happens, I come up with the concept for a show. I hire the production team and the pro- producers who I want to put this show mm-hmm. together. Based on the, the, the market I'm putting it in, I want to know who's hot in that market. Okay. Then, based on who's hot or who was once hot in that in that market, I'm gonna start seeing who makes sense. So I may have a a candidacy pool of let's say fifty people, mm-hmm. but I know for a fact I'm only casting ten. Five will be primary, and five five will be secondary, right? Uh-huh. So I'm going to put these 50 people through all these questions, these green screens. You know, I'm going to do some test shooting to see who fits what and watch it unfold. Got it. Got it. And I, and I believe I was um, listening to uh, The Breakfast Club and um, Angela Yee. Um, 
and I believe DJ Envy were just basically saying that, you know, what happens is they'll show you a video to get you all riled up. They'll show a video of somebody talking about you. And then, you know, um, I believe I read somewhere on the internet and I cannot find the article to say, you know, I think maybe they took it down, but what they were saying that they'll purposely get people drunk because they know, and that's why the Bible says, don't be in a drunken nature. You know, it's the reason why. So they get people drunk to, to all, you know, to all, uh, make their alter their, their, you know, whole stance and everything to make them angry and stuff like that. So they can be ready to fight. Girl, forget that. (laughs) We'll be on set. I ain't going to say which show. Of course, of course. We want that shooting. They didn't like how so and so walked through the door. Mm-hmm. Do you know they made that bitch walk through the door six fucking times? Oh no, that that's what I was I was gonna say as well. That's why with the whole when uh, I think it came out a couple of years ago, the whole Ray J challenge where his hat kept moving. I'm like, do y'all have lines that they that they make you say or like you you know? So that's that's why I'm saying like I, I was. I was not aware. That's why I know for a fact reality TV show really isn't reality. Like there's still some things like even when it comes down with Maury and can you believe I used to want to be on Jerry Springer? I wanted to be on Jerry Springer. I think we all did though. Did you did you try did you audition? Did you try to audition for it? What did. did you did you get on? No, of course oh. not. Oh man. So reality television is and, and hear me when I say this. Reality television is less reality and more the reality people want to see. Got it, got it, got it. Got because it. Because me and you going to the grocery store, I might want to see that shit, but if we're going to go to the grocery store and we're going to we gonna happen to run into so-and-so who we don't like, and start throwing cheeses at a bitch. <laughs> they may want to see that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Child, you know what? And I'm gonna be honest with you because I've I've gotten so much into the word, and I'm and I'm all about positivity, and and I'm 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 so positive. Like when I when I speak, I'm really good with manifestation. You know, so mm. I I'm very positive. Like I've tried to on my my you know. YouTube uh, mentions or whatever. I tried looking at like um, I, I think it was it, it's been something about loving hip hop. I tried watching the first five ten minutes and my spirit just started like hurting, and I didn't think that was possible. I was like, man, I'm a change person because I I used to love. I wanted to be a basketball wife because I saw Shawnee on there. I'm like, oh, she looks okay. fun, Evelyn. Oh, I want I want to throw drinks at these girls and then go ahead and talk about it at dinner. Girl, that was a good hook shot. Where'd you learn that, Tybo? Girl, we should take Tybo so you can so I can teach you how to do. I used to want to do that, but then again, you don't want to have that type of reputation reputation to follow you. You know, that's why yeah. you have to be careful what you put out there online because you know if it's if people, I'm telling you, people like I said. People are going to remember the negative about you. They're not going to remember the good. They're not going to remember the fact that you, you know, found a cure to cancer and saved their great-grandmama. They're like, oh, now you remember when she was at back in back in the school bus throwing neck? I'm saying, like, what, what does that matter? <laughs> Why does that even matter, okay? Your mama was in the same back of the same bus, okay? You really want to go there, okay? You know, people naturally as humans... We hold on to what leaves the most lasting impression on us. Mm-hmm. And what we learned through history is that, unfortunately, the, 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 
the negative has a longer lasting effect than the positive. Of course, of course, of course. And that's what we deal with. What was something for you that you had to overcome, you know, growing up that people would tease you about or it was very negative and it really bothered you, but you finally just say, you know what, F those people. I I am who I am. I've always been the biggest, not just weight, but height. So tall, big. Wait, wait, how how tall are you asking for a friend? How tall are you? I'm 6'3". I have go ahead a, now. a back in the day. Here you go, bitch. So back in the day, I had a horrible speech um, impediment. impediment. Bitch, I have a lisp. Mm-hmm. So I was just the poster child for trying to drag a bitch. Mm-hmm. But I've always been undercover ratchet. So I love. I will beat a bitch up. You say something wrong, I'm fighting. <laughs> It's, so so do you door. did you were you did you think about like being a bodyguard were you ever like did you ever try no. that Mm-mm. i just i want a street fight bitch fuck that shit <laughs> <Ain't no laughs> but and i'm talking kendra i'm talking oh my gosh high school i was consistently i had to fight because i was gay at a time when gay was the minority Got it. i was gay at a time when homosexuality was a disease and it was inhumane and it was the poster child for AIDS and no mm-hmm. one understood it and mm-hmm. it was oh my gosh no so big black speech impediment lisp and gay oh child <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot a lot going on they said three strikes and you out I'm at about 16 and a half big. that is so wow. you know wow. I had to fight for everything and I feel that that is what made me who I am. Because my level of endurance, Kendra, when I first got into the industry, mm-hmm. I was told no for everything. I'm talking about I couldn't even do radio because I was in Baltimore. I'll tell you a quick story. In Baltimore, I did my test, my um, on-air test for radio. Yeah. And they told me I spoke, I spoke too proper because I was like, good morning, Baltimore. But you know, if you live here, you be like, what up, Baltimore? That's not how it's spelled. <laughs> it's not spelled like that. So let's try again. But mm-hmm. I was told no. So what happened was, once I got tired of being told no, Kendra, I started my own platform. So Good. that's where the whole, the whole Diamond Keyson Presents platform came from, was because I was told no. Wait, what, what, ha- what, happened to, what happened to Mimi? Did Mimi just vanish, or where did Mimi go? Mimi stayed in Boston. Okay. And was Mimi like your alter ego? Mimi was my my shield. Okay. Mimi protected me from having to be Kisan because Kisan is is very vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So Mimi was that out and about, put on that face, I'm here, hey, what's going on? You know, so when I entered the industry, Diamond Kisan was born because diamonds are what? A girl's best, best friend. friend. It is. So my is. name literally stands for a girl's best friend Kisan. And, and you know what? That's why I'm saying like you can't. I don't. I don't see the issue when it comes with the people in the industry. Like, how could they hate on you? But then again, it's a self. It's because, it's something within well, themselves. Kendra, you understand? We all fight in the same fight. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it is like. 
we're fighting the same fight because it's always and I, I won't use the word competition because I don't I don't claim that but it's always a truth of who's hot who's not I mean you know that you know what I'm saying like who's gonna win the award who's not who had the best performance who has the hottest Instagram account who was at the hottest party we're going to hope I'm on the, the hottest outfit. This is, a, this is just it's too much. This is true. I mean, but this this is like, is remember when I, when, we, when I mentioned earlier about Walmart and I said it's the 13th grade level of high school? This, it seems like the industry is like, it's high school. It's like, at what point are you guys going to grow up? Like, I don't need to have no type of clicks. I don't, I can, I can be like, I just, to me, it's like, it, it's like, there's just something that's just wrong with y'all. Like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I even when I look when I look at the shade room and I, yeah. a lot of ninety, it seems like ninety percent of the shade rooms negative. It seems like not you know it's, it's just about this person fighting with this person. That's a public. I'm like guys, come on now. But you know what? So it I'm the makes sense. Of Rainbow Affair magazine. Okay, yeah. So Rainbow so let's Affair let's magazine. let's talk about that. So how do we but how do we I get refuse, to that? I refuse to turn into no names, what other platforms have, have turned into. Like, I, I refuse to accept that I have to put someone's bad business out there for likes and views. So That's how, yes, that's how, that's how I am as well. Don't get it twisted, bitch. I'll spill some tea every now and then. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm going to I'm spill a little kettle, bitch. But I'm going to entertain you in a positive way. I want to celebrate what it is you're doing, your music, your artistry, your films, your production. I'm going to celebrate you because I want to show people that positivity still has a place in the environment, in the industry as a whole. And, you, and you're doing well because of that. You you know what? you? I was going to say, that's why I'm saying when you, when, this is how I believe. When you actually do the works of the Lord, when you decide to do something that's different than everybody else, God really will come and bless you for that. You know, because you're deciding to be, you're a leader. You are Moses. If you think about it, you are Moses. You know, you're, you're the leader and not the follower. And, and that to me is what makes you stand out, you know, amongst everyone. It's like the same thing. People complain about Chick-fil-A being closed on Sundays, but guess what? Chick-fil-A makes more money than McDonald's. They make more money than Popeye's. And these places are open seven days a week. Because yeah. they decide to, to give, you know, honor, you know, honor the Lord, say whether it be Saturday or Sunday, depending if you're a seven day Adventist or not. But I'm just saying, like, to take that one day off of rest, the Sabbath. And that's what people yeah. fail to realize. I'm t- it, it all comes back. I'm telling you, man, when you when you and, and this is to anyone else listening, I meant to say uh, Blackout Tuesday. So anyone else out here listening on Blackout Tuesdays, when you actually do the works of the Lord, he really will come back and 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 you know help you out with that he he really and when he's and this is something i realized about god as well when he sees you really trying hard he's gonna give you that extra push let me let me let me ask you this because I, I we do have to uh go ahead and kind of wrap it up because my phone is gonna be like shutting off and I, I don't this this is this 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 is too good i'm gonna have to bring you back next time and i'm serious when did you know for a fact that you made it like you're like yes because i i do know that you um 
And guys, just a little recap, how I ended up meeting Diamond uh, was, this is Turk's manager, you know, uh, the hot boy Turk, one of the best out of the group. You didn't hear that from me anyway. So, <laughs> so, so with, with that being said, with that being said, how, when did you know that you made it? Like, when did you say, okay, God, I see you. Thank you. Okay. Those are two different questions now. Now, when did I say, God, I see you. Thank you. It was when I started to do things I dreamed about doing. Got it. When I started, when my dreams became my everyday, mm-hmm. when my circle got to the point that, I kid you not, I won't watch certain shows because my friends are on them. So when my circle got to the point where all the hardest shows on television I wasn't watching because my friends, my real friends, who I'm calling them like, girl, what's up, boy, what's up, wasn't, you know, that's when I was like, oh, God, you showing out. Oh, fill this my cup till it runneth over. <laughs> when did I know I made it? Uh-huh. When it happens, I'll tell you. Oh, okay, well, all right, well, uh, you I, I, I thought you, no, I, the reason I thought that you made it was because, like, you're working with, you know, uh, yo, you got to understand one of the things, and you know this because you are a self-motivated person. Uh-huh. Every day you try to outdo yourself from your previous day. Mm-hmm. So I your do. I made it really doesn't come till it comes, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the grind never stops. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I do. Grind, like, my my I made it will be when I can do what Janet Jackson do and travel all year long and not care about nothing. I got it. You you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we grind because especially for us because and you know this, the consumer base mm-hmm. has such a short attention span mm-hmm. that if you get too comfortable, you're liable to lose everything. Got it. That's true. That's true. So if I if I say I'm and you know, I can name some people, child. But if one thing you'll notice, people who feel like they made it and get comfortable, they lose it, and somebody else comes and snatches that. Crown. That is that is true. That is very very and true. Then they pop up pregnant. okay you know on that note we're gonna have to end that on that note listen 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 i i I, please i want you um first i want you shout out um uh uh, do like give your social media um any books that you have out i want you to like i need i need you to spam yourself right now go ahead spam yourself listen guys hey baby what's up so (laughs) you can follow me on all platforms across the board Diamond Keyson, it's Diamond like the Diamond Keyson, K E S as in Sam, A W N, DiamondKeyson.com, Rainbow Affair, R A Y N B O W Affair.com, Rainbow Affair Magazine on Instagram. Google me, Diamond Keyson, it all pops up, baby. And make sure y'all stay in tune. And one thing I will say to you all first of all, shout out to you all for supporting Kendra Mm -hmm. and being in tune with her journey. It's so critical to have people that are there for you when you're starting out on your journey. So kudos to you all for that. And secondly, whatever you want to do 
don't let no one stop you. And I know people say it and it's so cliche, but take it from me. Take those no's and figure out how you can make them into a yes for you. And it, it may not come overnight, but you can do it. And listen, if you got questions, baby, I got answers. And if I ain't got answers, I know somebody who do peach. So send me a DM. Yeah. I got you. So it's Diamond Keys on all platforms. Okay. Oh Y'all, this is, I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing, I'm, I'm bringing, I'm, I'm bringing, I'm bringing Diamond back. I'm serious. This was, this is over here. You, you. You got me. This I, I had a good laugh today. I had a great, great, great laugh. But yes, guys. So we are signing out on this Blackout Tuesday. Just, just remember, um, whatever you want to do in life, you can be great at it. If you want to be a pimp, you put Bishop Don Juan to shame. If you want to be, <laughs> if, if 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 you want to be a drug dealer, you put Pablo Escobar to shame. All right, hallelujah. <laughs> All right, guys, we are signing out.